Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. It's February the 8th, and we are talking Walker White, Walker White and his uh, recruiting tactics. He's out here putting in work for Hugh Freeze on the recruiting trail. Uh, so we're going to talk about how effective of a tactic that is for Auburn football. Hey, let's drop it on You are you now are listening to the war Good morning, guys. It's your boy, Mike G. I'm here with my guy, Ike Jones, and we are talking recruiting Ike Walker White. White, I don't know why I can't say his name this morning. Hey, it is, it is a tongue twister. Walker White. <laughs> the White Walker, uh, if you watch Game of Thrones, is out here recruiting hard for Auburn football. Uh, yep. He called out, notably, uh, Bama commit, former Bama commit, Martavius Collins, he decommitted from Bama shortly after. Uh, I think we'll get some more news publicly on, you know, what went into that decommitment. But um, you put together a list of all the guys Walker White has on his wish list. You know, is this an effective recruiting strategy? How effective are players recruiting other players to come to the school that they've committed to? Um, I think it's super effective. Look, good players want to play with good players. This is this is kind of the the nature of the beast of where we are right now uh, with the way social media works, with the way these AAU teams work. Uh, these kids get together for for these teams, and they talk a lot um, during those scenarios, and and they want to team up and play together. Like it just it's just where we are um, in in the nature of competition is like, hey, I want to stack the deck with the best players. And it being, I think it's it's more effective when it's a quarterback, but I do think that, that it's going to be effective. Think about last year. Uh, Damari Austin was a champion for our recruiting mm-hmm. last year. He was out there actively trying to get guys. Um, the, the year before, or the year before that, I should say, Damari Austin last year was uh, Frazier. You know, um, Fra- uh, not Frazier. Um, what's his name? 
Braden Joyner. Braden Joyner was out there super heavy trying to get guys to come and commit to the school where he was going. So um, you see it all the time, but I think it being a quarterback makes a difference for sure. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, Having a quarterback out there uh, doing the work on the recruiting trail for you is certainly an advantage for Hugh Freeze. Uh, So this would be his second recruiting class. So we're Mm -hmm. talking 2024 right now. Walker White is out here putting in the work, uh, letting guys know, hey, come play with me. Now, of the people who he called out, right, of the people who he called out, uh, it was all offensive. So he he's uh, it's some selfish recruiting. He's not recruiting for the defensive side of the ball. But um, on the list, I want to take a look. I want to pull up the list here. Um, so there were – you got four O-linemen here, uh, five wide receivers, two running backs, an athlete, and three tight ends as what he has called out uh, in terms of what he's wishing for. Now, he needs guys to throw the ball to, certainly. Mm -hmm. He does. Um, I believe Cameron Coleman is a uh, Red Devil, a Central Phoenix City Red Devil. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't didn't look to see where these guys were from, so. Yeah, I want to say Coleman. I I saw, but I didn't put him on the ground. Is uh, 10 minutes from me at Central High School. Uh, And and of these other guys, like I said, I mean, going after tight ends and targets and a few running backs, uh, you know, there's one one five star on this list in Micah Hudson. He's a Texas Tech lean right now, um, as you've got him listed. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how well regarded a guy who's a five star, you know, thinks of something like this coming from another player saying, hey, come play with me. Anything stand out on this list to you? I mean, he definitely understands he needs people to block for him. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, when you listen to him in the video, he started with the linemen, right? Like he started out saying, hey, these are the linemen that I've got my eye on. My, I just wonder, did he get a list, right? Did like Hugh Freeze and company send him a list and be like, hey, these are the guys that we're going after right. that, we, that we're really high on. If you're going to make a mention of some people, or, or, or was that like a collaborative thing where it's like, hey, when I go out and make my announcement – uh, are there any guys who you guys are, are having a tough time getting in touch with? I'll go out here and I'll, I'll start getting on the campaign trail. Or was this all Walker White, you know, looking through tape and being like, I like this dude. I'm gonna go out here and call him out. I wonder how that got kicked off. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in that as well, too. Is this is it a is it technically a violation for a coach to ask a player to reach out to somebody? Uh, I have no idea what the rules are around that. Yeah, we'll have no to clue. look into that. We will look yeah. into that to see. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously, uh, alignment has been an issue at Auburn for recruiting. They have yeah. not recruited linemen at a high level. There's two four-stars here um, and two three-stars here listed. So uh, these guys now, um, doesn't say whether these are right tackles, left tackles, or guards. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, taking a guy from taking a four star from Georgia at this point would be a big deal, would yeah. it not? Uh, I mean, two sure. two Clemson leans, so that would make you know at least three players that they've taken from Clemson. There's another Clemson lean and three star receiver T.J. Moore on this list, um, but there are a couple of uh, Georgia guys, uh, especially tight looking end, at right. Like Georgia has really trotted out some pretty high level tight ends recently. So to steal a tight end from Georgia, I think would be a huge one. Yeah, I think that would be a big deal as well, too. Uh, interesting Nebraska lean. Like whenever I see like Texas Tech, you know, obviously, you know, the SEC has gotten into the Texas market since uh, Texas A&M joined the conference. So they're going and they're recruiting heavy down there. Uh, but this is an interesting list of guys. Uh, you know, the running back room uh, is going to. You have some experience 
uh, by 2024 when he gets here. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see what the state of Auburn football is like in year two under Hugh Freeze uh, with this list. So uh, Walker White, uh, he's got an impressive tape. Again, the Cameron Coleman kid actually made a comment about watching his tape mm-hmm. and saying that he likes what he's got a rocket arm. And I mean, he was very complimentary of of uh, of Walker uh, White's game when he watched mm-hmm. the film. So, you know, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, it it worked to some extent if he's at least gotten these guys. Yeah, at least made him pay attention. Yeah. So if he didn't know who Walker White was before, now, now he knows. So I just wonder how much was Walker White following these guys before he committed to Auburn? Or did yeah. he get here and like, you know, or did somebody put the notion in his head, reach out to these guys and try to be a recruiter in the, in kind of in the way you said, like the Mari Austin was doing when he came in. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do wonder, you know, kind of what the what the scenario was that led to that. Um, Walker, if you're out there, come holler at you guys. Yes. We, can go, we can talk about that whole situation, man. But uh, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, a lot of these uh, he has. It, I, I always find it funny when these commits come out so strong and say, hey, I'm, my commitment is firm. I'm not going anywhere. I'm 100 percent, thousand percent. 50,000% committed or whatever like that. Uh, but it will be interesting to see kind of how things play out over this next year um, in terms of whether or not some of these commitments stick. You know, th- these guys that are leans or, you know, the predictions are, are leaning one way or another, those are the ones that I think are going to be most susceptible. The ones that are already verbally committed somewhere, those are going to be, that's when it's going to get interesting. Right. That's when it's going to be a true flip of like, okay, he committed already. Because listen, you already saw the decommit, right? Mm-hmm. So we saw the guy who is committed already say hey my commitment is back open and immediately walker white is out there on social media like you know what the move is hey come on come play with your boy now let's talk let's you mentioned something interesting let's talk about the other side of this uh signing early signing day is in december now Mm -hmm. uh so the secondary signing day seems to mean very little now in today's college football because right. most of these kids are signing early, they're graduating early, and they're trying to get into spring ball if they want to have a chance to play as a freshman. Uh, but I, a lot can happen between now and December. Right. Right? So does this, does something like this mean he is a solid AU commit? Like, is he, he's, a, he's the guy. I mean, we had a guy get Auburn tattooed on him and go to Bama. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think today... He believes that he's 100% coming to Auburn. He believes it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what could happen to change his mind, though. Right. Like the only thing in my mind that would change his mind is if we go and let's say spring happens, Coach Hugh Freeze not impressed with anybody that's out there, and they go and get some sophomore from somewhere with like three years of eligibility in the transfer portal and that person ends up being the starter and then you, you're looking at a guy who's going to be starting for two maybe three years in front of you and you're like oh this ain't the same picture right as it was a couple of months ago when i committed i don't know right but he made it clear in his commitment video um that he, one of his biggest things was he wanted to go someplace where he felt like he could be developed right so um if Coach Hugh Freeze loses Ken Austin in the offseason, right? And he's like, hey, well, that's the guy who I was hoping was going to develop me. Or Philip Montgomery's gone, and that was one of the big reasons why he signed, right? Like, those could be things that would precipitate a change in the, right. in the win. Now, okay, so again, second pivot here. 
to holding on to staff in year two. Mm. Um, how how much do we know about how sold this guy is on the system? Now we know what happened with Calzada and Robbie and Austin Davis. Um, it was right. a little bit of a disaster that Parson was not able to follow through and get Austin Davis to actually coach here. Those guys were sold on that system. Now, um, I don't know what system they would necessarily be sold on right now because by, per Hugh Freeze's own words, they're still trying to figure out what this offense is going to look like. The mess right. between what Montgomery and Freeze want to do. Um, Freeze has given every indication that he's going to let Montgomery call plays, but he's still going to be involved. You know, right. Walker White, is he buying into the program more than the system here with this move? Um, I th- yeah, I think the system isn't isn't the thing that sold him. I think he's by he has bought into the vision that was sold to him and what he feels like is going to happen for his furtherance as far as this coaching staff putting him in a position to be great. Um, so I don't think he's he's saying to himself, ah, man, they they have a quarterback that's going to run around a lot. I'm not a running quarterback. I think he feels like they're going to make a system that fits well with what I do, which is I'm going to sling the ball. And, and they, that's what they want. That's what they told me they want. And that's why I'm here. Mm. Now, uh, I think mobile means something different as well, too. I mean, there are a lot of guys who aren't technically mobile, but they can move, right? Um, right. Would we consider Stetson Bennett a mobile quarterback? Stetson could scoop. He, now, can he, scoop. Didn't, he, he didn't run a lot. There wasn't a lot of design runs, but he could definitely, he was, he was definitely mobile. <laughs> he was, he was dual. He was dual, yeah. but I would not label him a mobile quarterback. I think yeah. he sat in the pocket and he did his thing, but if you lost track of him, he could burn yeah. you with his legs. I think he, we saw that in the national title game. Uh, where he got loose, I think, for two rushing touchdowns in that yeah. game. Uh, so yeah, as, he he definitely uh, he's got some wheels, but uh, an under an under uh, appreciated portion of his game is his ability to escape the pocket and make a play with his legs. Yeah, I mean that's going to be something that I think if Walker White can do that, he's going to be okay in Hugh Freeze's offense. So yeah, you just need to be able to be a threat every once in a while with the ball. And obviously, again, when we take one more look at this list, um, he's got wide receivers on here, Ike, right? Yeah. He's got receivers on here, and he wants to make sure that the the passing game is enough of a threat that once you lull them to sleep, sleep through the air, you can take off every once in a while because they, you know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. you know, if we could be multiple in that sense, I think he's got a good shot especially if he gets some of these guys on this list. I, my eyes are on Micah Hudson. I mean, when was the last time Auburn had a five-star receiver? Ooh, I don't know the answer to that because I, I, I'm going to be honest. I am not – y'all know me. I'm not big on keeping up with star ratings and all that kind of stuff. I don't I don't really – as long as they can come in and ball, I don't really I care. I want to say that I think he got, he got downgraded to a four-star because of an injury. But I want to say Nate Craig Myers was a five-star at one point. That sounds right. And uh, then he got injured, but he was like the sixth overall player in the country his junior year. Uh, Dave Midlock is jumping in, confirming Nate Craig Byers. Uh, I still think he was probably one of the most wasted receivers in Auburn history. Um, I mean, but what's crazy is he went somewhere else and didn't do anything. That's that's the thing that baffles my mind. It's like, were we ruining guys? Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah they we came in super highly touted, and then they go elsewhere, and then they don't do anything there either. And it's like. Was our evaluation just often we were star chasing or were we ruining players when they got to college? And then, you know, I just don't, I don't, there's so much to be said about the last eight years of Auburn football that I am 
perplexed by. Yeah, I'm leaning we were ruining players. So hopefully that stops under Hugh Freeze. Uh, we hope that stops under Hugh Freeze. And Auburn can get back uh, to not only not ruining players, but helping springboard them into the, uh, the next uh, phase of their careers. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. Now here's the rest of your Morning Drop. Uh, let's get to the chat here. Our guy, Pipas, says, good morning, fam. I love the idea. No different than old boss recruiting to new company. Right? Um, I love the idea, too. I think, you know, at the end of the day, as long as the coaches aren't breaking any rules involving themselves, there's nothing wrong with encouraging a player to speak up if their commitment is, is as solid as White's appears to be. So... Uh, yeah, because I mean, that's that's part of the danger, too, though, right? Like you get the player to do a lot of the commitment hunting for you. If that player flips, then your entire class falls apart. Right. Right. You know, and how many of those guys stay on if he flips? So now, right. now I will say this. There's another recruiting tool uh, that may play a role in the and the uh, firmness of his commitment. And that's NIL. So, you know, we don't know what his potential NIL deal is looking like or, you know, if that's been talked about or negotiated uh, or at what point can they even start talking about that? Yeah, I don't even know how much you can do that until they sign. Like, I I mean, you can you can make some promises, I guess, but I don't think that they can do anything until the off uh, the NIL is. I mean, not the NIL, the National Letter of Intent is extra uh, signed. Yeah, is signed. Yeah. Um. Auburn dad comes in and says, we need a linchpin recruit to pull the other best players to come and build something special. Is Walker White the linchpin recruit at this point? I mean, he's a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think I think quarterbacks are always going to be a um, a focal point of a recruiting class, um, especially when you're trying to build something new with your program. You're trying to say, hey, this is the guy we brought in that we tabbed to be the guy for the next couple of years and that helps to um it helps to pull in other especially like wide receivers like wide receivers want to know the guy throwing the ball is going to be a dude right and so to get better receivers you have to land better quarterback talent to get better quarterback talent though you need good offensive linemen right and so um it's got to be it, there. there's complementary pieces but i do think that it, it does start with having a quality quarterback that that invites other top players to say, hey, I'm going to be the guy running this thing. You know, it's more attractive to go play with that guy than it is to play with somebody who they don't trust is going to make the right decisions with the football. Um, Michael Carlisle says, uh, a quick off topic. Quick off topic. Yeah. My son got his acceptance to AU for the fall 2023. Ward Eagle. Congratulations to your son. Yeah. For making good life choices. Yeah. Right. You raised him right. At least. <laughs> Uh, he's not headed to uh, the junkyard up north. Uh, Marco comes back and says he had to know who Coach Freeze was after. Maybe was told to pay attention to the big board on his visit. Hmm. It's an interesting comment here. Um, so I'm not sure about that. Uh, Corey Weber, uh, longtime listener, jumping in and just saying morning to the Morning Drop fan. Uh, Todd, um, 
if I'm not mistaken, it's Corey's birthday today. If it is, if I'm wrong, correct me, Corey. But happy birthday, oh, FBS, what? Okay, happy birthday, Corey. Um, Todd Jordan says Trevon was Reed was a five star athlete. Hmm. I would have to look that up. I don't remember him being a five star, but uh, I, I wouldn't be I, shocked again, by that. I, I can't tell you that I pay a ton of attention to. Um, now, now stars mattered a lot less than back then, but YT Burner accounts as Ben Obamanu. I might be wrong before you guys go overboard saying it's Corey's birthday. Corey's got to confirm it before y'all go crazy with that. <laughs> Don't send Corey any birthday cards just yet. Yeah. Uh, ben Obamanu, I remember Ben had a lot of hype coming in. Um, you know, as a true freshman, you know, they remarked on his speed, you know, uh, uh, height, right, his length, uh, his catch radius, and... Um, uh, you know, recruiting services were very different back then, but you know, it, it didn't have all the hubbub that it has now. But he was a big time receiver coming in. Him and Devin Aroma should be. Um, Todd Jordan jumps back in to confirm. Nate Craig Myers was 2016. Next five star was Obamano in 02. Yeah, hmm. mm. I just I'm still salty about Nate Craig Myers. I I just think that could have been so much more. Um, yeah, he had he had a ton of potential. Jay Sykes says, will Hugh be the coach that gets us in with Phoenix City schools? Now, let's talk about this for a second. Recruiting right down the road from your home has gone poorly for Auburn. We have let some studs get out of Phoenix City. Uh, Justin Ross comes to mind. You know, uh, uh, you know, just some kids. There was another receiver uh, that ended up going out west that was in. Parson was targeting. Uh, his name is escaping me right now, but you know, he was a receiver. Uh, how does Hugh freeze? Is it just showing up? It doesn't feel like Gus was having a ton of success in Phoenix city as well. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the deal is, uh, with the inability to close the kids that were right there in the backyard in the last couple, uh, uh, Corey said it's the 24th. Okay. So it it is this month. It's just not this early. My bad. I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Um, but, uh, but it is Auburn dad's birthday tomorrow. So, um, you know, happy birthday happy to him. Birthday, Auburn dad. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the deal is with the inability to, to, to get into the Phoenix city area, man. Like you're from that area. Is it, is it Bama country there? Like, are there just I a bunch of Bama know. fans walking around? Listen, I may have to go sit down with Patrick Nixon and talk about why his kids are choosing schools other than Auburn. I mean, yeah. obviously his kid chose Auburn at least for three years. Right. So, so, um, we, I would. I'm interested to hear, uh, is it just not an effective recruiting pitch? Do kids want to get further away from home? Or does Auburn just lack the current, like the, what I'll say, the current prestige that schools like Clemson offer with recent titles and things of that nature? Um, I really thought that winning a title in 2010 would kind of springboard Auburn forward into that next echelon of recruiting. Like you can win a title here, you can win it all here, um, and uh, you know it, it was you know, we had the undefeated season in two thousand four, but it didn't really have the luster because they didn't really they didn't play for it. They didn't have to beat right. USC or Oklahoma that year, even though they right. beat Virginia Tech in the in the Sugar Bowl. So I'm I'll be I'll just be really interested to see what kids are saying, you know, and what their coaches are saying down at Phoenix City about hey, like was it you know what would you say was the main issue with Auburn recruiting this area. It's so close and there's so much talent down there. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, we know the last staff, just the, the, the relationships with those coaches just wasn't where it needed to be. But, you know, the issues that we've had in recruiting predate Coach Brian Harson and his staff. And so it's, it, it is going to be, it, it's quite the change in momentum necessary to get those top quality athletes to believe in a vision that says Auburn can put you in the right position for your professional career and we're going to win championships while you're here. Right, right. So listen, um, let's go back to this list for a second, uh, just one more time. You know, of the kids that, you know, Walker White has called out, you know, again, you've got three Clemson leans here. You know, um, you know, Michael Hudson is looking at Texas Tech. Uh, you know, uh, a few Auburn leans in here already and some UGA leans. So uh, if any of these kids, let's hypothetically speaking, if any of these kids were from Phoenix City, you know, going out to Texas Tech and FS down to FSU and Nebraska baffles me a little bit. You know, what's out in Nebraska? Really? I mean, some some people want to get away from home and they, you know, they got sold again, sold on a vision of because, you know, you could say the same thing about like, why are you in California and you want to call come all the way to freaking Tuscaloosa, Alabama to play football? You yeah, want to yeah. go win football games. So that's true. Bryce Young the coach is selling you the right vision and he they believe in the trajectory of the program. You can get a kid to move from anywhere. I feel like Clemson is trending down right now. Um, and of the schools on this list, the only school that really is hot is Georgia, right? Like the Georgia leans are, I mean, it's obvious why a kid would want to go to Georgia right now. I think, I think Florida state is trending in the right direction. We'll see what Nebraska does. Um, you know, they definitely have a new coach in and they, but they were, they don't have much, they, they, they don't have anywhere to go, but up from where they were as far as where they should be. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, to your point, the only one that's actually already got something established as Georgia that's on this list. Yeah, I, I just find it curious. Um, hopefully Auburn can um, not mess this up uh, under Hugh Freeze. They're going to be doing their best. Uh, guys, I uh, want to thank everybody for joining us. We're going to get out of here. This is your morning drop. Uh, is Walker White the guy to get more five stars in the door for Hugh Freeze? We're definitely going to keep an eye on it. Uh, we're signing off. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow on the next drop. Drop!